I have to admit, I still didn't believe what I'd been told about Al. There had to be some other explanation. That began to change as I spied on him over those next few months. I barely recognized the man in front of me. And welcome to the Malbolge. This is Regarding Spawn, the world's best Spawn podcast. I'm your co-host, John Fisher. And I'm your co-host, David Williams. And Johnny, it is peep season right now. And uh, let me tell you, those things suck. So... Uh, peep, peep, motherfucker. What? Oh, I, I hate peeps. I hate peeps. Peeps are so gross. Who likes? No one likes peeps. Well, no, <laughs> my mother likes peeps. <laughs> I think my mom likes she, peeps she, too. She likes to try to do that thing where you age them for a year because apparently it's a thing where you, you let them get oh, hard really? and crispy. But she, she, uh, she can't leave them there for long enough to let them age and she's just like hum nom 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 why do you say that's a thing like I'm, like that's crazy you age peeps. no that's that's a thing people do it's you you buy peeps one year and then you age them for a year and so one easter you buy peeps then the next easter you eat those peeps that you bought last year and then you buy new peeps and put them in the closet until next easter so like in honor of jesus going into the tomb uh, something like that. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know. People do it. I have I have heard that it makes them infinitely better. But I I don't like marshmallows as marshmallows. You need to melt those shits or make marshmallow cream out of them, and that's that's marshmallows for me. I, I kind of agree. I like Lucky Charms. Um, but David's right. Oh man, Marbits are great. It is peep season. Mm-hmm. That means it's green season. That means it's spring. Spring is spranging. Spring is sprung. <laughs> Sprang is springing. And uh, so that's, it, it's a perfect issue to be covering right now because yeah. we've got a green, heavy spawn coming at you this week. Yeah. In a rural local. We ain't talking necro cigarettes, you know, <laughs> oh, mind you. <laughs> I mean, there's not very many necro cigarettes in this. I mean, they should be all, hopefully everyone in the green is just high all the time. Like, they should be just weed all over the place. Mother Nature, like, come on. Yeah, come on, man. It's from the earth, man. Yeah, they're called the the, the, the Emerald Parliament. Okay. <laughs> we know what they're doing. Subtle. Yeah, it's real subtle, guys. Subtle. subtle. That's oh. like uh, people, people who ask if you smoke and they go, smoke what? We know what you smoke, motherfucker. <laughs> if you answer that question with that question now it's just becoming it's so accepted now it's like i think i just assume everyone i know smokes weed and is high most of the time yeah yeah at least i hope yeah it it, it seems nowadays people have to specify if they smoke cigarettes no definitely or like they just have to specify they don't smoke weed or don't do weed in chicago anyway we love our substances up here <laughs> we sure do we also love our spawn. We do love our spawn. Well, so welcome, everyone. Yeah, welcome, welcome. Welcome. Happy spring. Happy Easter. It's the dawn of Easter weekend. It's Good Friday when we're recording. 
I hope everyone had a great Easter. I hope you had a great time. It is a very good Friday indeed. We're talking some spun. Hope you ate some of David's mom's old ass beefs. <laughs> she can have my portion. I will I will gladly be quick. That requires that's that's like a real Christian like kind of maneuver, like saving those peas. It like requires a lot of self-control. You gotta you gotta it's gotta be like a, a big Catholic family where you've got like the matriarch who makes sure that everybody does what they're supposed to. <laughs> and that's the only way it can work is if there's a, a very, very clear delineation of power among the family members, because you know, you know, somebody will be like, don't touch my peeps. And somebody's going to sneak in there and steal a peep or two. Yeah. See you there. Eat the peeps. Yeah. So we have two issues of spawn uh, yep. coming at you as always, except when we don't, except when we don't. Yeah. Uh, this week, our classic, all the way back from the far off land of June 2022, the mm-hmm. summer baby. Also a green time. Also a green time is Scorch number six. And our second issue of the day, our more modern, is the one we've been referencing because it's kind of a more significant, not to say in quality, well, it's just a more significant issue in the overall spawn lore. Yeah. And it's one of those issues that focuses on a single character, kind of like the Cagliostro issue, and kind of catches us up on some things we didn't know. Uh, and that is Spawn 338 from this year in February, so just a couple months ago, with that beautiful Man. David Mack cover. Spawn 338 is so good. I'm excited to get there. Yeah. I'm excited to get there. But what do we have to go through to get there, Johnny? Scorch number six. Oh, I thought you were going to say the Mel Bulls. But... <laughs> and the Malbols of Scorch number six. <laughs> no, that makes it seem like it's a chore. This is this book is definitely not a chore, Johnny. <laughs> this is a del- oh, no, not at all. This is a delight. We're on the morning of a bunch of Star Wars news. A new Ray Skywalker movie coming out, the New Jedi Order. I don't know if that's the official name, but that's like what it's about. So that's cool. Very nice. Um, nice. I think a Dave Filoni movie this is, is going to direct a movie, and James Mangold, who just made. The new Indiana Jones for Lucasfilm, so they must have gotten along well. Nice, nice. I like uh, Dave Filoni definitely uh, definitely um, exhibits the Todd McFarlane school of, of story creation where he sits around with all of his toys and he smashes them together and he goes, oh, hey, that's awesome. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. He's got that kind of infectious yeah. creator and he has a lot of like characters he's created that he's you know not he's very protect not protective of but you know obviously really enjoys those characters he also he also has his own signature hat (laughs) he does have a signature hat not a spawn hat not not a spawn hat now sadly i just came back from comic-con and i could not find a spawn hat i was like for sure they'll have a spawn hat there was not a single one. Yeah, you'd think you'd think that Todd McFarlane would always keep some sort of baseball fashion with Spawn on it in, in circulation. Like, I would buy a Spawn baseball jersey. Hell yeah. Pinstripes that are oh, chains yeah. instead of little lines? Fuck yeah. Makes me makes me want to be on that baseball team that he uh that he <laughs> he co-created. Oh, the, the spawns? The spawns, yeah. The little kids, the little league team. Man. I have I never wanted I have never more said that I didn't play baseball as a kid than when I learned about that team. <laughs> Could have been on the spawns. Could have been on the spawns. I lived in the wrong state, but yeah, you know, whatever. I did find two literally of the same shirt. Mm-hmm. This giant booth they had two spawn shirts 
a small and a medium, so it was like wasn't my size. Ah, boo. And it was just like a printed image of issue two hundred. <laughs> okay. So very random. With the with the uh ASM three hundred homage on it? No, two hundred, not even three hundred. Oh, I thought I 200. thought I thought two hundred had because I know they've done the the homage a couple of times on spawn. I don't know. It was just him. It was. I don't know what cover it was. It was just a cover of two hundred. If that's what the main cover was, I think it was just the main cover of two hundred. Real strange and random. And the guy was. I was like, "Do you have any in the other sizes? I'll totally get one." He's like, "Nope. We just got these two Spawn shirts." I was like, and I said, "Like, well, you need to get some more because Spawn's getting more popular." <laughs> he was like, "Really?" I was like, "Oh yeah." My problem with Spawn and trying to get people to read Spawn is that you're like, "Hey." You should read Spawn. It's fun. And people are like, I don't want to be caught reading that. What? It's it's goofy. It's silly. I don't just read the goddamn thing. It's fun. That's all you need. That's all you need. Like, don't be embarrassed to read something. If you don't like it, just say, hey, I don't like it. It's fine. But don't dismiss it out of hand immediately just because you think it's goofy. I like goofy stuff. So it's not a problem for me. It's fine. I mean, I guess if you just want to be real serious all the time. Yeah, and this this is also coming from those people that uh, get very upset when their 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 Batman or their X Men gets too serious. They're like, "Why is it Why is it not fun anymore?" And it's like, you know what? Never stopped being fun. Spawn. Wow. Spawn is always fun. You're getting the. You're getting those guys. <laughs> getting getting the rant early, aren't we? <laughs> Woo. Were they, who's been saying bad things about Spawn? Is the Reddit saying it going off again? Oh man, I, I can't do Reddit anymore. I, I tried to spread the positivity, but it's just, it's so much work. <laughs> uh, no, it's just, it is. it's just like, you know, my experience with, with, with trying to get people to read Spawn over the years. Like when I tried to read it the first time, there were the, the group of people who were like, yeah, that sounds cool. I'm never going to read it though. And the people who were like, yeah, I'm never going to read that. That sounds dumb. Um, and there, there doesn't seem to be any movement from that. You definitely have become, you're, you've brought more people into the folds of the cape than I ever have. And oh well, it's because people accept me as like a crazy person who likes really goofy, crazy shit, and they've like, over the years, I've stuffed enough stuff down people's throats that they're like, okay, well, I guess I'll go along with him on this journey, maybe. I, I haven't gotten that far. Everybody knows that I like weird things, and then they're always surprised when they like something that I tell them that they should should try to experience because it's good, and they're like, holy shit, this is actually really good. And I was like, I fucking told you. I told you it was good. <laughs> Why did you not believe me? And they're just like, because you're weird. And it's like, and? What does that have to do with anything? You listen to one one man band where they play drums and hammered dulcimer and they sing about plants and nobody wants to ever listen to your recommendations ever again. Hmm, maybe that's why they're having trouble getting into spawn. <laughs> Side note, the botanist is fucking awesome, and also the marching snare has made its return to the botanist's lineup in their drum set, so get on it. Oh my god, that I, I that sounded like a foreign language to me. <laughs> There's definitely a difference between the snare that you have, the snare drum you have on a drum set, and the snare drum that you march with. Um, and the botanist's drum set has a marching snare instead of a regular snare, and so it's it's much more aggressive and sharp and high pitched than a regular snare. So it's very distinctive. Okay. And there, nobody nobody uses it on the drum set because it doesn't have the warmth that you need from most music. But I mean, this is a black metal band that screams about the end of humanity and the rise of the rise of the green on the humanless earth. 
So they could be as incredible. What's the name of his band again? I think you just breeze past that uh, so fast. Botanist. Oh, cool. I like it. It's perfect for this episode. <laughs> I will talk about botanist all day. They're fucking great. <laughs> so so you maybe introduce the spawn before you introduce the people of botanist. <laughs> John, maybe this is the order of things. You've met me. I don't live I don't live linearly in my own mind, Johnny. I <laughs> I talk about things I shouldn't at the beginning of a relationship and then get to introductions like halfway through and it's like, oh, hey, yeah, hey, I'm David. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> oh, you mean like a, when you're trying to record introductions to like a podcast? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of the same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh I, I get off topic. Every, every episode's like a new relationship. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is. Welcome, welcome to our relationship, guys. Um... Please, please don't don't fight over being the third wheel. It's a, it's going to be a, a, a we're going to be a polycule here. Uh, everyone gets equal share. A polycule? No, I'm trying to. There's some more. There's some spawn news. Um, that just happened. Not spawn, but I guess McFarland. They just announced there's going to be some kind of like new collector's line. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I saw that. That's going to be. And this is like I don't know. No one knows what it is. Is that is that Batwing the first part of it that? I don't think so. Oh, okay, because oh man, did you see? Did you see Todd playing with that Batwing though? Yeah, it was hilarious. It's, it's enormous. Holy shit! <laughs> I know it's giant. <laughs> man. They really went all out with like the Batman '89 stuff for this uh, Flash movie. You got to push something hard if you can't really push the star of the movie that hard. <laughs> I, I do like how like all of the stuff has just been. Oh yeah, Batman shows up in this movie that's not about Batman. <laughs> so you remember the Flash? Well, Batman's in it. Yeah, man, that sucks because I really, I really do like the Flash as a character. The Flash comics are, they're fun. They're so much fun, um, especially when you get to to Wally West as Flash because. Um, they they dig into the idea that that the Flash uses up a lot of calories a lot more with Wally West. So Wally is just like always shoving a hot dog in his mouth. <laughs> oh, because he's moving so fast, he uses all the calories. Yeah, he uses all the calories. So um, Wally West is the Flash for the Justice League cartoon, um, and he's because because Barry was a scientist and very very serious and Wally was just like a football player or some shit and he's just goofy. <laughs> Which one is uh Ezra Miller? Um he's supposed to be Barry. Okay, and he's like the son of that of a guy. Yeah, the the son the son of a preacher man. Hmm? Like the his dad invented the suit or he invented it. Yeah, I don't know. Um like like all comics continuity, Flash continuity is very weird. Um, oh, probably the weirdest because he can jump all around. He yeah, was like the first one can, to jump all through the multiverse. He can vibrate through the fabric of existence. So, man, Grant Morrison needs to do a run on on the Flash because they write some seriously bizarre shit, and it's all wonderful. And I could, I can only imagine what kind of nonsense Grant Morrison could <laughs> could send the Flash into if that's the character that they're focusing on. They did uh, a big run on Animal Man that was just bizarre. Uh, Doom Patrol, which, man, Doom Patrol is wacky to begin with, but you put Grant Morrison on that shit, and it is insane. Um, then they've been doing a lot of, uh, like, crisis and multiverse stuff. Grant Morrison's stories are always sort of, like, questioning the existence of existence. 
<laughs> and so that's cool. It's it's always a head trip every time. Um, a lot of people don't like Grant Morrison, and they're not for everybody. That's for sure. But they're definitely for me. So cool. Well, so for me is the Scorch, <laughs> and that's our first issue up is Scorch number six. Scorch number six. And it's got a glorious, glorious cover here. Yeah. So what, 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 what's on that cover, Johnny? It's like a, it's a um, cover by Bjorn Barron. So you can tell because it's like super detailed and like you can just you can tell this really distinct 3D style. Medieval jumping in. You got Jessica shooting. You got Javi shooting with like necro bullets. Yeah. And you got Redeemer flying in at the top. And it's uh, got these little bitty. They look like uh. The creatures that uh, the keymaster and the gatekeeper turn into in uh, in Ghostbusters. Yes, uh, <clears throat> terror dogs. <laughs> I knew you'd know what I knew you knew what they were called. And their names are Vince Clortho and oh, and Zool. Zool's the other one. <laughs> hey, I I helped Johnny remember a thing. Well, I was thinking nice. Zool was like, oh, no, Gozer. Yeah, Zool and Vince Clortho. It's so weird. <laughs> oh, man. Ghostbusters is just like Dan Aykroyd, like, just like fucking on cocaine, like, blew his mind out and just like, they had to rein him in, too. That script was originally even, like, crazier. The cocaine wasn't the only thing that blew his mind out. Whoa. Yeah, a, a ghost. <laughs> I mean, that was the cocaine. He was like, what if a ghost gave you a blowjob? Let's put that in the movie. <laughs> Oh man! And then we'll make a cartoon show about it. <laughs> no, he does look like Vince Clortho or Zool. Yeah, this little demon. Yeah, they do. There's this, some other demons. This medieval is probably the best medieval. It's so badass. He's looking so good. I love. Uh, I love how crumply the gunslinger head is when Bjorn Barons does it too, because yeah, it's got a lot of. It's got a lot. Of, it's it definitely looks like it's been kicked around the old west. <laughs> oh yeah. Dusty and musty. There's always so much good veins on like Gunslinger's face. Yeah. There's always so much texture to it. Yeah, it looks like he's got some, like some skin flaps hanging down off his chin there. I like that the bullets. You can see them glowing yeah. in the chamber. That's awesome. That's, That's so cool. cool. And then Jessica's just over there, like railing on, like shooting that thing right in the face. Look at how explodey its face is. Do, just, do, 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 right just, there, like. Yeah, like point a, blank. Like six inches away. Yeah. <laughs> with like the most impossible awesome gun. Yeah. Oh man, it's so good. It's so Bjorn Barons. Thank you for your service, sir. It is Bjorn Barons has been killing it doing a Ghost Rider that I like, doing alien series. Uh just been all over. Uh my my little notes pad, Johnny, my little notes pad here says that there are two covers. But yes, we're, we're I had the other about one. one cover. Not a lot to talk about with it. Oh, yeah, not at all. Not it's the... a blank cover. Uh, oh, oh, dang it! But it's a, a a black like it's like black paper, so you'd have to draw it with a uh, one of those white or like silver pens, right? Yeah, yeah. The, those always look cool. I like the silver on black aesthetic. Yeah, so that's one you want to send to like Monk Illustrations or something like that. I took some with me to Comic-Con, and I was going to try to get some people to do it, but then I was just like, you know what? I need two. So is there not a third? Is there not a third cover for Scorch number six? Is there? Is there? Is there not? I'm looking at it on the internet right now. I, what? Do I not I have it? I remember talking about it. I remember being like, who's going to be the person in the Magneto position? Oh, that's, that's number, number six? six? Oh, okay. 
Oh, I left it in the other room. God damn it. Oh no. <laughs> well, it's the it's the last of the the connecting covers for uh the the homage to the 92 X-Men and oh, I completely screwed Please it's got it's got Sin in his full glory in the Magneto position, and he's in a, a big ball of energy, and he's he's angry, and his eyes are whited out, and oh man, it's real good. I and it's like done, an and it's done by our by our good friend the Todd Father. All right, I'm gonna crawl out of the closet just so I can look at it. I'll, I'll be back in ten minutes. <laughs> he's 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 uh, strapped in there with the cables like it's like a seatbelt. That's the only way he can. <laughs> Looks like the Nebuchadnezzar on the Matrix in here. Oh man! No, I'm kidding. Yeah, no, I, I can't believe I did. I I saw that and I was like, oh yeah, that was last week. See, this is the the numbers and the covers are. <laughs> but it's all right. So together. it says Image Comics: A Spawn Milestone, um, sixth issue. A team is born. And it's got the little 30 years of Spawn in the corner, 1992 to 2022. And this was before, well, Sin had debuted in the comics, but he wasn't, they hadn't fought yet. Yeah, yeah. He, because he popped out in Spawn's universe, he comes out as Sin. He's coming out as Sin. He wants the world to know he'll still necroplasm. He's going to steal it. He's going to get you. <laughs> and he's, you he's just going to sweat it all out in one fight. <laughs> <laughs> with his brother, man, he didn't count on his yeah, brother. Man, no, those those fights with your brother are always brutal. They family knows how to hurt you the most, don't they, Johnny? They sure do. Especially if they've been doing it since you were three years old. <laughs> two uh, a brother, two brothers in Scorch that we love are Sean Lewis and Steven Segovia. Um, in honor of Good Friday, they are brothers in Christ, if not in real life. <laughs> oh wow. Yes, they're brothers in Scorch. Well, that's that's better. I should have gone with that one. <laughs> um, we got a. Uh, they got. They got. They got a third. They got a third brother. It's the the brother who moved away and was in college when the middle brother was born, Johnny. Um, but he still comes by every once in a while to make sure that they're they're treating mom and dad okay. Um, it's the Holy Trinity: the Father, the Son, and the yeah. Holy Ghost. And that's uh, Todd McFarlane coming in with those additional scripts. Um, we got. The color on top of Steven Segovia's art is Ulysses Areola, uh, and World Design doing the lettering again. We done talked about the cover artists, Bjorn Barons, Tired McFarlane, and insert name here for whoever you get to sketch on yours. Um, yes, you can. You could be whoever you want. Could be the third cover artist. Anyone though, you could. You be. could be, or like if you're if you're going to a, I mean, if you're going to an Easter celebration and you want to be edgy. For you, <laughs> be the the edgy cousin. You can bring you can bring the blank cover and have your your little nephews or cousins or whatever draw on it and freak their parents out and be like, "You gotta get that filth out of here!" And it's like, but they're drawing and having fun. That's what you should do. Definitely. I should attempt to draw Spawn on a cover. I mean, we got enough of them. <laughs> I do have enough. Yeah, uh, and then of course Thomas Ely coming in, editing. Yeah. Edit it up. Yeah. He's he's taking that little pen and he's going, nope, nope, nope. Yes, nope, yes, nope. So this is might be the first one where they drop the the. On the cover? Yeah, because there's no the on the cover, but there's the on the inside. Hmm. Must be. Scorched 5 does say the on it. So this is a historic issue. This is the first one, the first one, where it doesn't say the on the cover. Yeah. It just says... Just we'll drop the the. It's cleaner. Yeah, just like we'll we'll drop spawn off a gunslinger. But it does say it in the previously on. Yes, it does. So here we go. Previously, 
in the Scorched. A surprise attack by a cybernetic creature called a Sindevour sends the team scrambling. Soulcrusher joins the fray to help, but Spawn still has his doubts about him. But we don't start with that. We start back where we left off. Haunt was in the chair by the lamp. Yep. Basically smoking a cigarette. I mean, he wasn't, but he should have been. Yeah, just just chilling. And he got blood kidnapped because he wants to figure out why he get poisoned. Yeah. And man, blood is just lunging toward Haunt. Look, oh man, and he's all blue. He's like he like he turns like vampire blue or green kind of. He's not happy with Haunt being there at all. Daniel's brothers in his head saying, "Hey, Daniel, jump!" <laughs> and I mean, he throws him right in that lamp. Way to way to, way to go, Kurt. That's a. <laughs> He doesn't know to get out of the way of lunging vampire. Yeah, good good job. <laughs> There's a lot of ghosts, dude. You don't have to worry about that shit. Oh, man, I do like how as he basically Spider-Man's out of the chair, you get another look at how big his feet are. Christ, his feet are so big. Shoo! Big old hot feet. Man, that man's got to be stable as fuck when he's in a fighting stance. Woo. No, no tipping him over. But yeah, yeah, blood goes for a crash. He knocks over... Not only the lamp, but a landline telephone. <laughs> yeah, they're in a hotel, I bet. <laughs> and then I, mean, I think the only places you have things like that. And an empty glass of water. Or an empty water glass, I guess. Because if it's empty, it's not a glass of water. It's just a glass. It's just a glass. It could be an empty glass of something else. Yeah, it could be. And he, uh, I love the hot, um, pulls out a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because that's what it, it's. It's a good thing he brought a gun to a vampire fight. That's uh. Yeah, anytime you fight a vampire, it's like just pull out a gun, blood. I, re- I got a gun, motherfucker. I remember that part in uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula, where everyone was like, "Oh yeah, we've got these things called guns. We just shoot them." <laughs> that would have made it a little more exciting. It would have uh, made that that scene from uh, the Francis Ford Coppola movie very, very, very disappointing if they just opened. <laughs> Opened the coffin and shot who Elizabeth was it Elizabeth? Instead of stabbing her with a stake and then getting fucking gushered. Yeah, that's a. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. They just showed her the draft house. Man, it's a it's a good movie. <laughs> it's a real good movie. I just heard something about um, apparently the priest that marries Keanu Reeves and Winona Ryder in the movie is an actual priest. So there's people who who are like, you know, Renoda Ryder and Keanu Reeves are actually married. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, like actual ordained priests married them in the film. So in the eyes of God on this Easter weekend. Yes. Hallelujah. That's a good couple. That's that's, that's a very good couple. I imagine. That's a smart match. They would have very good-looking children. They'd be very wise children, very wise. I feel like. They would they would also be very kind. Kind and wise. Man. Kind, wise, Something and beautiful. Is not... I don't think the world is ready for that. I yet. love that he just, like, starts shooting at blood, and then, like, his brother just dives <laughs> through the wall. He's yeah. like, fuck this. Yeah, yeah, that's so good. And then we get a little a little flashback to, to Daniel, just, just uh, if I may say, crucified to the wall by a knife. Yes, I mean, happy Easter. Happy Good Friday. Um, Happy Good Friday. That's the day, right? <laughs> yeah, that's lit- that's literally the thing. And that was back in King Spawn number one. In the uh, there were like four little vignettes at the end, and that was one of them. Yep, it was uh, the worst date in the world. <laughs> yeah, 
Hey, uh, and also we, we realized like, man, Haunt, he owns a lot of knives. <laughs> man, that man, that man must, uh, he must, he must steal cook. them every time he goes to a restaurant. It's like, I'm going to take this knife. Yeah, he just like puts them in his pocket. Yeah. Oh man. So many kitchen knives. Kurt, Kurt through the wall is like, Daniel, jump here, get him. And so <laughs> Haunt just jumps through the wall like his brother did and smashes into blood. <laughs> he just does like, he's like, I'm not a ghost. I'm going to do the same thing. He says they poisoned him because he knows Simmons. And he says, I know more than that. And he pistol whips him. Yeah. Oh, I like how he's using this pistol all creatively. I like how, uh, every time he moves like one of his limbs really fast, there's just like a streamer of, of costume behind it. It's real cool. Yeah. It's like costume goo. Yeah, because we get the costume goo when he's jumping out of the chair when Blood's trying to tackle him. I've got hot number one. I need to read it. Or I got the first trade paperback. I mean, I should have had all four, but I didn't buy them. Yeah, and then you gave away your secret as to where to buy stuff. I gave away my secret on the podcast. podcast. Someone was like, I'm going to go buy all those haunts. So it's both a a point of pride and and an embarrassing oversight on our end. (laughs) Yeah. I did find another Spawn Trey paperback at Myopic the other day. Oh, nice. Nice. Which one was it? It's uh, New Beginnings number two. So I think it's like when uh, Jim Downing is formed. Okay. Uh, I had the first one already. I think I also found it at Myopic. So. Oh, nice. So someone must be selling off their collection. Must be. Making room. Blood just doesn't answer any questions to Haunt. And so Haunt's like, I'm just going to go through your suitcase. <laughs> I like how he kidnapped him and took his suitcase. And then, and then while, while he's going through the suitcase, the wall explodes. And yeah, he's like, stop going through the wall, brother. Yeah. So we got a Darawarurururur type Q reporting. Johnny, it's Q. Type Q is the... um. Smaller version. Yeah, it's the the human size. I do believe they refer to it later. <laughs> and uh, Kurt's and Daniel's head saying, "We gotta, we gotta go." <laughs> and Hans just like, "Nah, nah, nah. We're gonna fight this dude." <laughs> so that's very exciting. And then we jump to the aftermath of the rest of the scorch, uh, having just brought down a full size sin devourer. You see, like half of its head over yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. That's and it's there's just like blue goop everywhere and um, uh, medieval medieval turns into Mark and just Mark's like what's this what's the huh what's this? so so Mark's looking at the wreckage while uh, Javi's over there just like shitting on everybody else who's there. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, what about everybody? Fuck everybody! <laughs> little stinker, little stinker. I like how uh, Reaper's in the background, also just like shrugging. He's like, I don't know what's going on with me either, dude. <laughs> no, 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 I think it's it's a uh, it's a. Uh, <laughs> I thought that too. It's a flashback to when he does that like vision, like Javi's thinking about Reapers. Uh, okay. Reapers not there. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That'd be hilarious. Reapers like, I don't know what's up with me. <laughs> That's what it looks like. Um, I was really confused too because I was like, I don't think Reaper's there, and then yeah. I realized, yeah, it's just he's he's remembering him. Yeah. Oh man, because there's a lot of that in this issue. There's a lot of people thinking it's like kind of a there's like three or four instances of someone like thinking about something over their shoulder. Yeah, Javi doesn't trust Sergey, and Sergey doesn't trust you either, cowboy. And Mark's trying to be the mediator to keep everybody from fighting, like always. Um, While he's pulling out the hippocampus on yeah. this. 
Yeah, he's S- sin devourer, which is the functions is he he deduces will function like the black box. Yeah, and Javi doesn't know what he's talking about. He's he's scaring up some truth over there, Johnny. Scaring up some truth. That's a good line. <laughs> it's a great line. Oh man, it's like I mentioned it before, but it bears repeating again. I love Sean Lewis Javi. <laughs> he's so good. Yeah, he's really good. Um, I gotta read above snakes. Yeah, got it. I got that. And like, if he's good at Westerns, then if he's good at hobby, then he's got to be good at that. Yeah. Yeah. Real good. Um, I like how Mark finds it and it's, it's booby trapped. Um, I don't, I don't know quite what it is. That's tamper proof. Like, I don't know if, um, like there's some animation to the, to the sin devourer body that, that like physically it looks like, him. yeah, like sucks him in and spits yeah. him out. So, so yeah, he's just like, oh well, oh can't do that no more. Oops. And there's Spawn, like again, he's thinking over his shoulder about Psalms one three seven and yeah. King Spawn stuff. Yeah. He's like, I got he's like, I'm thinking about King Spawn. I ain't got time for these people. Yeah. I don't even know if they have any value to me. Yeah. He's like, I got I got I got a kitty killer to fucking so cut I got, I got two other books going on, guys. I got Spawn <laughs> and King Spawn, okay? Oh man. He tolerates she spawn. Barely. <laughs> That's mean. It seems it seems it seems almost like the other way around in in reality, where she spawn barely tolerates him. <laughs> because oh, I also love that um Javi called the Cindevara contraption. That's yeah. pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. Um Spawn says to leave Natasha and Reaper Reaper to, you know, they're not their problem. They'll they'll figure it out. And Jessica's not Jessica's not about that. So she she fires at Spawn. Yeah, she gives him an old Zack. Yeah. Who the hell do you think you are? And then and then we get a nice little a little a little callback to uh the layout of Spawn 301 with uh faces, 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 faces. I like it. Yeah, it's a nice callback to that. Spawn's like Spawn's being pretty elitist, calling oh, them all hybrids. Yeah. yeah, he's he's being a jerk. Um Although this does, this does, uh, we now know that at least at this point in the Scorched, it should be inferred that Spawn does know that Mark Rosen is hosting the medieval since we've got the, the parallelism here. So, so we got that going for us. Yeah. Cause he, he, it's not explicitly told to us yet, but you know, when, when we jump back in time to where he knows it's. I do believe before this issue happens, right? Because it goes back to... Uh, it would be, because he'd be talking to Haunt. Yeah. yeah. It's a little... I don't know. This is a, It's a little ambiguous, because I was actually thinking about that and looked through the issue. Yeah. Like, Mark just shows up. Like, he could just, like, show up and spawn. Like, spawn would have to be really stupid and be like, but evil's gone. But I think he just knows and yeah. doesn't tell him that he knows. Yeah. He's He's like, I see you, Clark Kent. I, I know who you are when you wipe your glasses off. I can see it. And he's like, I'm not ignoring you, not on your life. And yeah. she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he's like, you figure it out. <laughs> oh, man. Simmons Simmons is a clear communicator. You know? <laughs> Simmons is Simmons in here. He's definitely not a team player. That's what's... Uh... Yeah. And, and he's like, it's a war. You know, it's a war. We're going to fight. It's a war. <laughs> <laughs> soldier, 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 mm-hmm. war. Yeah, and Sergey's like, you're, you're, you're being a, you're being a butt. We don't want to be you. And I was like, do you think I wanted to be me? 
No, he doesn't. And then he throws Sergei through a portal. Oh, no. Just he like, doesn't like him. Just, he doesn't trust him. Just like mag- magics him up by his feet and chucks him through the... <laughs> just right into the green portal. And Javi's just like, I was spawned. I didn't trust that guy either. <laughs> oh, man. Jessica's like, what do you... Do you think you're just going to do that to everybody that you don't like? And he's like, yeah, I don't have a choice. You can leave whatever you want. And Spawn says, sure, right. <laughs> I'm going to do it. <laughs> and just and leave. he does it. Oh, man. Just the classic, classic Al Simmons at the head of the Scorch saying some bullshit and then leaving. <laughs> yeah, he just comes in, yells at everybody, <laughs> bl- like blusters around and then leaves. It's like a... It's like the one day a month that the boss actually comes to the off-site location. And it's just like, oh, geez, we can't get anything done because we know they're just going to yell at us to do stuff. Uh, and as soon as they leave, we can just ignore what they said and actually get back to work. But we have to deal with it today. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, Gunslinger's like, hey, no, no leader. I'll be the leader. But, but then Mark notices that these guys have been scanning them. Yeah. Like, it's fucking Metroid Prime over here. Yeah. Um, guys... Just a heads up. Like he's like instead of it's he's uh he's making it seem like it's nothing real important. He just wants to let them know that stuff's happening in the background. Whereas if I if I had found that, I would have been like, "Fuck, guys, fuck, shit, fuck, <laughs> what is this?" Like, yeah, he's like, oh, "This God's creatures are like arguing." Ooh. He's like, hey, "Just a, just just a heads up. They've got like a couple of million data points on you both already." Yeah, it's this, this company <laughs> called Meta and Google. Oh, oh hey, I don't care. Hey, I got my thirty dollars in Zuck bucks. Oh, uh, the I, other yeah, day. I did. I did too. Uh, it went immediately to like an electricity bill or something. <laughs> yep, it did not hang around very long. Thanks, Zuck. Great. Woo! Thanks. It's good to know that. Thanks, my, Zuck. That my personal autonomy is worth thirty-two bucks. Thirty-two bucks. Um, we get another another remember in the past. Over there with with Gunslinger. Um, Thinking over the shoulder. See, everyone's thinking. You got got him when he's, like, dead. Yeah. And you got Amy. We got the tree. The mysterious Amy. Yeah. And then Jessica and Mark are yelling back and forth about the machine. (laughs) And she's just like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, and smashes it. Just, like, puts the foot on it. Smash. She's got a daughter to protect. Yeah. And Mark was like, hey, I was trying to be an IT guy. What did you do that for? <laughs> they have, man, they have 3.5 million data points. I wonder how many data points they got on me. Yeah, are you, are you Are you important enough, though? I mean, it's not like you no. have, it's not like you have necroplasmic powers or, you know, big ass guns. <laughs> no, I don't have Facebook anymore either. I don't think, I don't think you're enough of a threat, Johnny. I'm sorry. Darn! Not my crazy opinions on movies. That might that might get you in Guantanamo. So uh, once I play Star Wars Episode One, is like the fourth best Star Wars movie. I think that puts me on a list somewhere. <laughs> As Fred Armisen did in Parks and Rec, straight to jail. <laughs> straight to jail. Immediately jail. Haunt on the next page goes straight out the window. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> oh man! Like this Cinderella just like sne- literally sneezes him out of yeah. the room. Yeah. This Airbnb he's rented. <laughs> They're not getting their security deposit back. Nope. 
the then the nope, then those the hidden cleaning fees. The the owner of the of the condo is gonna get in big trouble because they weren't actually supposed to list on Airbnb, and then they're gonna get kicked out of their own house <laughs> because the HOA. It's like, look, I said on the sheet, no sin devourers or vampires, and you did both. <laughs> I don't, oh, have you ever been to a, an Airbnb where the like part of the instructions are? Don't mention Airbnb. I can't do it in this building. Just say I'm a friend of. <laughs> I never have. That's funny. Oh uh, yeah, I did. Uh, when Wanda and I went to New York, that's what happened. And then the Airbnb situation ended up being terrible, and we got 100% refunded. But but yeah, it started with yeah, we're, we're legally not supposed to do this. So you just got to say you're my friend, and I left the key for you. <laughs> That's New York, baby. Yeah, New York. New York New York's pretty great. New York's great. If you haven't been to New York, go. It's fun. Be a tourist. Nobody gives a shit. Just don't be in the way. <laughs> it's it's real fun. We went to we went to Mood Fabric and I got to meet Swatch, the dog who lives at Mood Fabric. We apparently we apparently missed uh seeing Tim Gunn at the register by like seven hours. Oh no! Yeah, because he he was there the day we arrived in New York, but we were like, "Oh, geez, so tired." And then the next day we went, we were like, "Oh, he was here yesterday." Fuck. <laughs> make it work, Tim Gunn. Tim Gunn, make it work. Man, that's my philosophy. I say that a lot at work, I... and hey, it was a good philosophy when we, as we work on this podcast, make it work. Yeah, make it work. He's, he also has the best facial expressions for gifts to send to people when you, <laughs> when they say something stupid. <laughs> you just give them the, can imagine, the Tim yeah. Gunn over the glasses stare. <laughs> oh, Tim Gunn's a national treasure. He's so much a national treasure that the, they're going to make a movie about Nick Cage having to find out what's secretly printed under his skin. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. Oh my, make it work. Um, and blood. Secretly, they want to secretly get haunt skin. Yeah. Not secretly. Yeah. They, but want... they basically want to gather uh, the data on what this poison's doing to his body because it'll help them in the war with heaven and hell. Yeah. They want to, they want to like just stick a cable in his brain and suck out all the information. And he just wants to get his adrenaline pumping for the best reading. So he's getting them all amped up before he. Sucks out his brain. Haunt is pinned and pissed, and the sin devourer is like, yes, yes. You'll eventually come fight with us. I don't know. Haunt haunts the man between two worlds. He's a he's he's also a man between a rock and a hard place. Literally, look at that. A rock and a sin devourer. I like how I always like how Haunt has like a, a unshaven when it's like mass rolls up. <laughs> I mean, of course. Time. I mean, he's got a he's got a bad history with blades, Johnny. I don't think he's ever gonna try to shave again. <laughs> yeah, I have to. Yeah, I have to get put, pinned to that wall with all those knives. I wouldn't want a razor near me either. Yeah, no, I don't blame him at all. Um, and then we cut from there to to Sergey, who, uh, like Loki in that one that one Thor movie, has been falling for thirty minutes. <laughs> I'm falling for a straight thirty minutes. <laughs> And somehow Spawn gets there before him. I guess he sends them the long way through. Yeah, he just sends them a long time. Yeah. He's got to, you know, got to shake him up a bit. Yeah. And then Spawn has sent him to Limbo, his new prison. Scorched Skull the end of the episode. and then Or the issue. <laughs> to end the episode. Yeah, thanks. Goodbye. Have a good one. Yeah, so that's, uh, I don't know, like fun little... 
you know, it's, it's a it's a nice little and the the sucky the sucky part about this little cliffhanger is you don't get a follow up on it for two issues because issue seven is all about Jessica and then you don't get you don't come back here until like issue eight for a while yeah, yeah. that's right yeah you just like and I love Soul Crusher and he's in limbo but we know how that turns out he gets busted out yeah. with that awesome dragon yeah and he ends up and they go and fuck everybody up uh, then Sir Sergey and uh, and medieval. Start their own buddy cop movie franchise. <laughs> the spawning ground. I love how they have this little art up here with like a. It says, "Whatever you are, you have my attention." Yeah. Or whoever you are, you have my attention. They 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 put that in there for like a month and then took it out. Uh, it was very weird when it happened. But no, Interesting. Yeah. yeah, we got this. Uh, a whole bunch of arts. A whole bunch of arts. They're real good arts. I still love. I still love the one of Javi and the coffin shaped. Coffin, coffin shaped tub full of blood, blowing bubbles. Did we talk about that on the podcast or in real life? Because I, I swear to God, I had like deja vu. We we've definitely talked about it. I think it might have also appeared in the back of another one. Um, I think it did too. Because I think it actually appeared in the back of a gunslinger issue. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. We got and you got a, kind of a sexy spawn in the middle. Oh, sexy spawn Sunday. Oh yeah, I was about to. Uh, I was looking at it last night, and I was like, they totally, they totally used like a Tom's of Finland for that reference photo, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Tom father should post that on his sexy spawn Sundays. He should. He should. Very nice. We got a that one in the middle on the right. Totally just looks like Shadow Man. Like it does look like shit. Yeah. Spawn as Shadow Man. I like the kind of like the bottom left, like the kind of like. Cheeky spawn. He's like, yeah, I'm vomiting up chains. What yeah. are you gonna do about it? Yeah, that's that's terrifying, though, man. They should definitely use the the chains coming out of the mouth more often. Yeah, that'd definitely be a good king spawn cover idea. Yeah. And David, this is uh, monumental. It is for the pod for us. It it is and it's kind of bittersweet, I guess. It is as that one cover says. Where to go? Uh. A spawn milestone. Um, it's a respawn milestone, Johnny. We've back in the early episodes, probably like episode four or five, I believe. We covered started with scorch number seven, just mm-hmm. as we were starting with what was coming out, and we were doing the old ones. I don't know how listenable that episode is in the <laughs> episode um, hierarchy, but this is closing the loop uh, on scorched. Uh-huh. So now. With Scorched, we'll just be moving forward with it. We don't have classic, quote unquote, Scorched anymore. It'll just be a newer, the newer issues. So that's uh, kind of fun and interesting, and it just the passage of time. Yeah, it's uh, it's almost it's almost as if we read a lot of comic books on this podcast, Johnny. Almost, almost. But yeah, so we closed, we closed the loop. We've uh, we've sent the Scorched to limbo, and then the Scorched have brought themselves back to us. That doesn't make any sense. Think how far it's come. You get all that fun stuff. Get all the reveals of the curse in the next arc, and then we're going into the Mandarin spawn stuff mm-hmm. and the island, and it's just been a hoot. A uh, hoot and a half. Love the Scorch. It's a good book. It's a real good book. So next up. We have the big one of the issue, the one we've been teasing with the green, with botanist, with mm-hmm. 
with, spring with with uh with with the green mm-hmm. with a little the green necro, hey. a little necro cigarettes actually. yeah if you're listening at home and if you're not at work you're not on the bus especially if you're not on the bus or public transportation but you know if you're in a place where you can why don't you light up a little green so, I mean, while we while we go to the green i mean if you're on the green line people are just turning it into an actual green line if you know what i mean yeah, and I I partake, and it's not not on the bus. Yeah. I I smoke weed, and I'm pro weed being legal. But like, come on, man, yeah. don't be fucking smoking on the train. It's really annoying. Although although it's it's definitely more annoying when they're just smoking a cigarette on the train because then it's like oh that's oh, worse. God, because they always smoke the like the cheapest packs, which I think the cheap packs now are like fifteen bucks a piece, <laughs> and they yeah. just like immediately smell sour, and it's like oh how can you stand to have that in your mouth? I got on the Oof. elevator yesterday and was immediately hit with the smell from like somebody had just come back inside from smoking a cigarette and fumigated the fucking elevator with their stale cigarette smell and fresh cigarette smell and like almost vomited it vomited it yeah i I used to smoke and i can't stand it either it was it's bad it's but it's bad the green probably wouldn't approve of you smoking tobacco Maybe they would. Yeah. They're cool with you smoking weed, though. Yeah. Because they're definitely. the green. Yeah. Definitely. And that means, if we're talking green, you know what that means. That means we're talking Spawn 338. Yeah, we are. The Knicks issue. Knicks issue. Don't get nixed. Carrie Andrews, a.k.a. Knicks, goes and visits the Emerald Parliament in the green. One shot We get a lot of backstory, a lot of callbacks. Parliament? Fuck. <laughs> there goes my wicked joke. God damn it. Sorry. Sorry, Adele Dazeem. <laughs> Adele Dazeem. Uh, and this is the final, I believe, of those four David Mack covers. Usually the back has a good indicator of how many are left. No, I think, yeah, this was the last of the David Macks, because then it went to the... The Bianchi, is that who it was? Uh, Yeah, si- Simon Bianchi. Bianchi. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is the last of the David Mack covers. It's Spawn. He's just sitting there. It says, like, Shadow, Shadow. I remember. I am the Spawn. Lying Shadow. Uh, living Shadow. Living? Oh, I said lying. <laughs> well, I mean, he does He does lie a little bit. It's got a skull in the background there. He's a skinny Spawn. He's a little skinny. Yeah, he's a, little, he's a, he's a svelte dude. It's kind of like how um, Brett Booth draws him a little bit. Yeah. The only uh, minus about fourteen abs, <laughs> right? But he's just a little skinnier yeah, yeah, when yeah. Brett Booth does him. Yeah, he's more he's more human sized instead of you know ultra hulking man. Yeah, right. Because King Swan's like so grand and like floaty and like big. Yeah, and then regular Spawn's like all superhero-y and blocky and big. Yeah. You get the spindly spawn. A spindly spawn occasionally. Yeah. A spindly spawn occasionally to you on this my Easter Eve. <laughs> so we've got right in this pretty oh, cool, awesome. We also we also have one on. Oh, whoa, we also whoa, have breeze past the cover. Yeah, we have we have another cover. So that was that was the A cover. The B cover is a Francesco Tomaselli cover, and it's uh, I believe it's the one you got right. That's the one I have. Yes, it's a uh, it's a circus tent. It's a big Tom or a big Tim Burton style circus tent. Uh, where the sign says Circus Inferno, but the I is out in Circus. So it says C. Arcus Inferno. Uh, there's some blood on the sign, too. Ooh, creepy. Um, 
and then and the tent's door or the entrance to the tent is backlit with a little bitty clown standing there and then we got clown's face hovering in the background um it's real spooky it's fun it's the ultimate epitome of how the covers have nothing to do with the issue <laughs> yeah yeah clown doesn't show up in this once <laughs> i do kind of wish for this issue there wasn't nick's cover yeah that would have been nice but we need to get some Nicks on some covers. Let's get Nicks yeah. on some covers, guys. Because I, I would like to equate this to Scorch Number 7, where Scorch Number 7 right. was all about Jessica, and we had that gorgeous Jessica Priest cover. We could have gotten... My phone background. could have gotten a Nicks cover of her in her new regalia that she gets halfway through the, the issue. So we got Rory McConville writing this awesome issue. Mm-hmm. Carlo Barberi on the awesome art. The Todd Father Tom Orzachowski. Doing let- oh yes, Todd McFarlane. Additional script. I I skipped over the Todd Father this time. Yeah. You must not skip over the Toad Father, no. or he'll give you three rivets. <laughs> we got two folks doing colors: J. David Ramos and Ulysses Ariola. Mm-hmm. Cover the covers. We already covered the covers. Yep, we covered the covers. And we got Todd and Thomas. Todd and Tom. Todd and Tom. Previously in Spawn. Jim Downing and Nix's attack against Spawn was only partially successful. Nix has gained control of half the dead zones, while Spawn retains the other half. Indeed, indeed, that is what happened. And then we just open with Green World. With a, like a, a little bush baby there with the big ass eyes. Like a lemur or something? Yeah. He's just hanging on to that branch for dear life, and it's just like, what is that? <laughs> I like that little guy. He's real good. Nyx has been entranced by the green world since her earliest days of studying magic. Yeah. And then she gets, she's just walking through the green world and she's, she gets a halt, basically. You are trespassing. We get a, Nyx, what you doing? And she's there. A guy is like, what are you doing in your cool goth outfit? Yeah. Man, tree guy is spooky. Look at that shit. Yep. It's, a, it's like Mother Willow from Mulan, only instead of just a face in the middle of the tree, she is her 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 torso is made out of a branch. It's crazy. Isn't Mother Willow from Pocahontas? What did I say? Mulan? Shit. Yeah, you Pocahontas. Mulan. Oh man, you're getting your possibly problematic Disney movies mixed up. Well, Johnny, there's only one thing left to say, and it's let's get down to business. And so, so Nix is there, you know prostrating herself before mother gaia um her name was carrie andrews her name was carrie andrews um your real name not the one you were given the one you have chosen nix my name is nix i serve the green world it's like on x2 what's your real name yeah what's uh, your that's what ian mckellen goes what's your real name <laughs> so you're saying uh mother Mother Guy is going to be played by, by a, uh, shit. I totally forgot his name, and you just said it. Oh, Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen's going to play. No, I don't think so. Because there's like an interview with him talking about working on the Hobbits, and I feel like this required a lot of CG. And he was like, working on the Hobbit movies. There's just one thing where like I had no idea what was going on. I just started crying and asking Peter like, what's happening? I don't know what's going on. I'm so confused. So he probably would be like, no more CG. Yeah. Eh, it happens. But yeah, Nix is dreamwalking into the green world. And she's like, all right, you intrigue me. 
you're now training in the maidens. This is like a little backstory we didn't really know about that she was doing this. Yeah, yeah. So this is this is her her dabbling dabbling in the green before she becomes the original she spun. And we get a whole bunch of background that we I haven't gotten to yet. Yeah. But I think I'm coming up on soon. So she's she's uh doing the craft only um instead of being a, a jerk high school student about it she's being real serious uh she meets al simmons she brings him like some some takeout <laughs> some takeout some soup some soup uh and then and then we get a they fight together for a bit it appears yeah um we get her and her original she spun regalia with a gigantic scythe look at that thing oh man yeah it's huge it's so big <laughs> Oh man, and then, and then we get a reference to uh, Al dying um, back in issue one eighty five, and Nix took it pretty hard. Nix took it in, but she wasn't gonna just sit around and mourn. Nope, 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 nope. She's got shit to do, so she she meets Jessica Priest, perfect bonk Jessica. Yeah, yeah, and they start doing some stuff. They're walking through a an empty warehouse with blood everywhere. So, whew. spooky, spooky shit. Spooky, spooky. She's watching Al on TV. Yeah. From the what we've been covering in the 300s where he's talking to everybody. And apparently Nix is a lefty. Yeah? Yeah. Cause, uh, she, oh, yeah. She's mousing with her left hand, so. There you go. Yeah. I like how they use the Jason Sean Alexander art. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah, on the TVs. That's real cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she said she was murdered. Because, you know, we know, we know she was murdered. She was moiterized. Yeah, by a big fucking jerk. And then... Um, and then, uh, what, what was it in? Was it a couple issues ago where Spawn was like, "But you're dead." <laughs> yeah, and she was like, "Yeah, does that really shock yeah. you?" Yeah, and so now we know. Now we know how she came back from the dead. So she made herself a little neopod that, instead of being um, a whole bunch of wires and pink goo, is what looks like amber fluid and uh, tree bits. Well, it's similar to the pod that Billy Kincaid. Uh, gets sent to. Yeah. So that grows from a tree. But yeah, she's basically like made a resurrection spell, like a preemptive, like in case I die. Yeah. In, in case of death, break pod. And usually you come out looking weird or different, but she, comes... she did such an intricate spell that she came out pretty close to her normal form. Yeah, except she's got green eyes and some cool hair. Yeah. She's got like a, a 90s rogue hair gone to. Gone wild. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. It's great. It's great. Um, and she's just, you know, drying all this goop off. I don't know where she gets the robe, but I guess she resurrected herself a robe, too, just in case. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, that's an intricate spell. Yeah, that's that's what makes it intricate, I guess. It looks like a comfy-ass robe, it too. It does, man. It's a nice color, too. Purple? Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, hello? Is anybody out there? That was a Star Trek, Star Trek reference. Is uh yeah. In the next generation, the commander Riker is stranded on a strange planet, and he just walks to the edge of a canyon and goes, "Anybody?" <laughs> it's great. It's great. And so this guy comes up. He's the steward. The steward, not the Stuart, but the steward. Steward, not the steward. He doesn't. He doesn't go. Look what I can do. <laughs> I don't even know who Stewart is. Stewart from Mad TV, the gigantic. Oh God, 
I don't want to think about that. That creeps me out. Um, I don't like that guy. Uh, so I guess she do. She thought Arthur Cogliosa was someone named Arthur. Arthur, Arthur Duval. We'll get there, Arthur Darvall. But it ain't Arthur. Let me tell you that. Yeah, no, him. No, no. And we saw Nick get killed, but we just didn't know the background. We hadn't seen like we saw like her death, but we didn't see anything before that. Yeah. So we didn't. What we've covered so far. We didn't know that that Cog was being a sneaky, sneaky snake man. With sneaky his, liar, his... calling himself Arthur. Yeah. Man in many names. Man. None of them good. Um, uh, the It turns out that they think that he was literally just trying to... As as most creepy old men with, with uh, beautiful young women, he was just trying to get something out of her. He was trying to get her, yep. her latent necroplasm. Men only want one thing, Johnny. And that's more spawn. And that's more... Like, I want more spawn... But the, the Cogliostra wants more necro power. Yeah, look at him. And, then, uh... and she's like, we should tell Spawn about this. This guy's fucked up. And he's like, no, no, no. Spawn is also a big threat to the green world. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Uh, forgive me. The steward's like, oh, yeah, you, you done been sleeping for a long time. Let me, uh, let me tell you a tale of um, a king. A king's pawn. Who owns all the dead zones and basically just fills her in. I'm like, look, there's three titles now. I know when you went, when you when you died, it was just Spawn. Okay, we got three other ones. There's yeah. four titles. Yeah, and they're not they're not mini series. They're all ongoing. And <laughs> and look, Gunslinger one through six take place before Scorch number one. He's got to know that. <laughs> he takes her to the secret, the the actual secret uh, bank vault that that the Todd father keeps all of the prototype toy designs in, and he's like, "These these are the next two years worth of toys. So be prepared to see any one of these people at any time." <laughs> and just herself, it better be herself. I want a Nick's toy. That would be awesome. And then and then she gets brought to the Emerald Parliament. The uh, dun, dun, dun. the Emerald Parliament Funkadelic is the band they would make. And they're the governing body of the Green World. Yeah, they're much like the Parliament of Trees. Only they're not all trees, so they're sitting on tree stumps, though. Yeah, that's awesome. Those big ass tree stumps. We got the Oracle, who we know, the Keeper, who we don't know, the Builder, who we don't know, and the Navigator, who we don't know. But they're all looking. The builder's big beefy boy. Uh, the navigator looks like um, looks kind of like Zorak. <laughs> he does a little bit. He's the lone mantis of the apocalypse. He's, he looks like he's gonna make some sort of snide remark about Brack and then play on his round keyboard. <laughs> he does look like he's on the round keyboard with that stump. And the the keeper looks like um, some sort of. Pacific Northwest based spook 'em up show villain character. Like, so you can call me the keeper because I'm the keeper of the lore here. Ugh! <laughs> if you notice the bottom of the page. Oh my god! <laughs> yes. <laughs> Johnny got oh my god. Johnny got so excited that he opened the toy portal and it uh it crashed on him. No, it was me picking up the compendium and it knocked over all my other issues <laughs> and it knocked over my can. Uh picking up compendium number two here, because if you notice the bottom of this page. He's talking about how they tried to recruit Spawn. There's a reference to issue 75. And that is a huge Green World issue. Um, and it's kind of the culmination of a plot that was building. Because 
you the green world sends this like green goop to the alley which like goops onto a guy and he becomes heap and then transform transports al into the green um and also issue 75 is the issue where bootsy sacrifices himself to bring spawn back from the green and gets banished from heaven oh man oh man what a heavy issue to have to revert to oh man yeah i read it last night and like right, it was uh, r.i.p bootsy R.I.P. Bootsy, but he gets basically the green calls Spawn there, tries to recruit him, um, and <laughs> here we go. A little shocker for you, David. I remember you were like, "Oh yeah, these guys got to be new. All these guys are new." Yeah, these fuckers are uh, all new, Johnny. There's nothing you can tell me that would lead me to believe that these aren't new characters. So in issue seventy-five, hi, I'm called the Keeper, a child of the Green World. I speak for the Emerald Parliament. Uh, you're, you're, you, I think you're reading the Lorax where he speaks for the trees and you're just trying no, to trick me. This. You're trying to trick me. You're Danny DeVito in that, in that movie. Nope. It happened. Dang. But that's all you get. You don't get all the other characters. You just get, uh, you just get them. You also get some pundits. Oh, nice. Nice. Do the, does the Brock the Shock yell about, uh, hippies and tree huggers at some point? He's just talking about a bunch of crazy stuff going on in the world, but he's on the Wino Wangler Hour. <laughs> so oh, I don't man. know. Oh man, that was when people. Yeah, so big callback to issue seventy-five, which is a big issue. Man, decided to get to that. Man, we're uh... that'll be like years from now, probably. Man, uh, Mr. Rory McConville's taking that Sean Lewis tip and is like, let's go back and let's let's pull let's pull some deep cuts and do some good let's stuff. Do some with deep them. diving into the spawn. I love that. It's fun to go back and look, and I like to have the compendiums to be able to do that. So, pretty cool. If you're reading this issue, seek out seventy five. It's a nice little uh, sister piece to it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's. Awesome. Thanks for thanks for for doing that cuz I saw that I saw that too and just was like, "Eh, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Whatever." <laughs> no, I read it. I was like, "I should read it." Yeah. Um cuz I remember that was the about that time. It's a big it's there's a lot of shit going on that issue. Science having like seizures cuz spawns in the green world and when she comes back, she stops having seizures. It's like the height of the Sam and Twitch Cogliostro stuff. It's pretty cool. Damn. Good issue. Damn, I really should have reread it. I feel like a bum now. You all, you all know who the more consummate host is <laughs> for your your spawn podcast, guys. Oh, but without you, how would we get derailed? <laughs> You're not helping my position at all, Johnny. <laughs> uh, I'm just teasing. Well, I mean, I mean, uh, I guess, I guess, I'm here to keep you from from just talking Star Wars the whole time. That's that's literally my only job. <laughs> yes, thank you, thank you, and you do it well. Sometimes, sometimes I just let you go because I also like to stock, to stock like Tar to Wars. Talk, stock the Tar Wars. Uh, so so Nix is talking to the keeper. Um, won't the won't that bring the war to Green World? Only if the other sides learn we're responsible. I mean, that's a that's a big, that's a big ass if the the why don't we do some shit that we're not supposed to do and just hope nobody finds out. <laughs> Do the old America. Just don't come attack us. That that firmly separates them from the Parliament of Trees, because the Parliament of Trees and the the swamp world swamp thing uh mythology, they're they're very they're non-interventionists. They're like, what there's some shit out there that could that could hurt us? Fuck don't let it kill everybody else until it absolutely one hundred percent affects us directly. Um and these guys are like 
let's get ahead of this. Let's be let's be pre- preemptive. And then we get they're basically like, okay, you've been dedicated. You've done a good job, Nix. We're gonna turn you into a scion. She gets the the level the rank of scion. So there's apparently um apparently there is a army for the green world, much like heaven and hell have. So hopefully one of these days we'll see a whole bunch of like like little tree guys and in, in uniforms and learning learning spells. Yeah, I'm assuming Scion's like the Green World's level of like hell spawn kind of. Yeah, yeah, it'd be real cool. Cool costume. Maybe maybe Nick. this is maybe this is where the Entwives are. Mm. The, do you do you know the 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 lore of the Entwives where no. the they literally just forgot where they put the Entwives, which is why why there are no female Ents. <laughs> <laughs> just long ago they were like hey wives you stay here we'll be back and then they just forgot where they were <laughs> oh those ants <laughs> he's gonna introduce them to the rest of the team which just is jim downing yes. basically jim downing yeah well it's jim downing in his hair so jim downing in his hair the, and his the hair gets shoulders. his own introduction Man, he's wearing like a david byrne 1983 style suit jacket this is like my mom going to a business meeting in the 80s <laughs> so we find out a little bit of background that we missed probably in mainline spawn but spawn woke him up he's got a little bit of jim downing's woke johnny he's uh, is he <laughs> is it well it's 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 in it's in square scare quotes so he's woke hey just just because he's woke doesn't mean i gotta make him breakfast <laughs> okay um uh, so, so yeah, apparently he was in a coma, and then Al broke, broke him out of his coma, and then apparently immediately after getting out of a coma, he gets attacked by these dark angels. Zaps him. Um, um, it looks like he's The green world saved. comes and saves him, yeah. Yeah, the green, green world comes to his rescue, because that looks like the... Keeper. Shit, what was his name? The Stewart. 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 Not the Stewart. <laughs> I just want to call him the Stuart. No, <laughs> like he's he's the only Stuart that's allowed. The Stuart. The Stuart. Um, and then um, basically brings him to the green and uh, indoctrinates him and uh, gives him spotlight powers, or they 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 mask his powers so they look like his old powers. Yeah, but they but they're they're not his old powers. So this is a big revelation for Nix and for Jim Downing that they're working for the green. There's trouble in paradise here because you got the Oracle and the Navigator want to do. They want to be like even meaner. Little Zorak over yeah. there is like, yeah, destroy. No wonder. <laughs> and who who would be Breck in this situation? Who's Breck? Is the steward Breck? The one that doesn't talk. Or is talk. Nick's Breck? It's the builder. Builder's more Moltar. Nixon, Nixon, Jim Downing uh, join forces and they uh, they see that Al's building a team of people together, um, and they try to figure out who's the weakest link among them. They go for Haunt. Yeah, they go for Haunt. Um, then, uh, then they also co-opt Cygor and Overt Kill. Because and... we saw them, they like resurrected in the Freak, and they came and saved him. We saw that in, mm-hmm. what, yeah. 300, 301? 300. yeah. They used them as basically they they put that they they installed that FBI software on Cygor that allows allows them to use your webcam and turn it on without having the light come on to indicate that the the camera is on. Just um, like now, they're filming my computer. Hello, FBI. Yeah. 
And so, so Nyx just sits and watches Al, and we get our our opening reading. Um, and she's just she's just staring at Spawn, but <laughs> he's got a flat Hank Hill butt in this one. <laughs> yeah, he does. Dang it, Bobby. But it's just kind of melancholy. She's just like sees that Al's lot of lost his way. Yeah, he's also sad. this is also uh, this is also um, original suit Spawn. So this is very shortly after he's trying to rebuild his power, and he's very low. So. Um, and then she gets, oh man, this, this face, her face is so sad. She is so sad here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's, there's, she has a turning point where she's like, well, fuck it. I get, I gotta, I gotta learn the shit to make sure that we can do the right thing. And she starts doing like um, badass pa- magical power shit. She got like the magic shield and then the magic pew pews. But there's something odd. She hasn't seen Gaia since she's been here. Hmm. 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 And we cut to the attack. So this is the big spawn battle we had the last few issues where Jim Downing's team's attacking. Just have a little more yeah. context on it now. Then the the like the little follow-up conversation between Al and Nix. Where he mentions Batman. Yeah. And then uh and then she comes back she comes back before the parliament. And they they they're like, Well, we did this thing. We did this thing. And uh they're not allowed to make another attempt um, because they're going to have to start moving to more extreme actions. Because Al's giant explosion that he did, necroplasmic detonation that he did back in uh, 300. Albania, yeah. It uh, evidently kind of shattered the multiverses. Uh-oh. 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 Spawns yeah, in about only... the multiverse. Not only did it suck spawns in from all over the timeline, not only did it separate Clown from his Violator parts, but it shattered the multiverses. So there's Man. things might be breaking through the walls. That was a big event there, Al. I mean, they warned us when he got down to zero power. This could they really warned open us. up the possibility of some really crazy cosmic stuff. Yeah, they're, they're trying to give her some bullshit about where Gaia is. They're like, oh yeah, she's busy doing stuff elsewhere. Yeah, she's, she's busy. She's busy. She's been apps. She's, she's busy. Don't worry about it. And everything else, the Oracle says, we know the Oracle and the Zorak are bad, or they're, they're, they're more extreme, and they're like, we'll do everything to preserve our existence. Everything else is expendable. Yeah. yeah. To be continued. It looks, it looks kind of like the skull on her chest is saying to be continued. To be continued. <laughs> we got a power meter, 1393, going up, but mm, still low. Very low. We get a spawning ground presents mailbag, and it's a it's another fan art, fan art heavy spawning ground. Um, this is awesome. Jet, this young kid, did this uh, awesome spawn picture. Yeah, baby I spawn, like baby spawn holding a blue death toy, um, and I like I like in the so this parent Jan is encouraging their child to be creative. And every month that they continue to draw art, they will buy their child another McFarlane toy. And that is an awesome, awesome situation to be in. That's oh, yeah. great. I love that he used the Todd's art tutorial on a baby Black Panther to make the spawn. That's a... Uh... That's the one that I told you about where, like, as as the Todd father is drawing it, he just keeps being like, look at this, this belly, look at this big belly, look at this big belly. Chibi spawn. <laughs> <laughs> this is a big belly. But yeah, Thomas met Jan and Jet at 
San Diego Comic Con. That's awesome. That's really cool. What a what a lucky kid. Somebody else does uh, some uh, fan art of the original planned cover for Spawn number one. Yeah, I like that. Um, I like that. I like cool. that original uh, title treatment. Yeah, it's real cool. It, it looks a lot like uh, Owatu the the Watcher. Yeah, he's got a big he head. Cannot interfere. Yeah. Well, Nix is back and has been working with the Green World. Marco says that's a cool twist. So we get another promise from Thomas that Thomas's promises. We'll be seeing those other spawns too. But, Don't worry. Yeah, that uh, that there'll be lots of lots of cool shit coming up this year. So that's exciting. Oh yeah. Um, and you know the traditional advertisements for all the things and all the things. And the and Simon Bianchi covers are teased for the February. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh... the lovely ending, personally for me, oh, much yeah. better than the Avatar: The Last Airbender toys. When we get a nice little shot yeah. of Sam and Twitch at the end. Yeah, real good. Always a pleasure. Mm-hmm. That's Spawn three thirty eight. Yeah. So, uh, Johnny, I think we got to rate these puppies. It's time to rate these puppies. Um, mm-hmm. So we started out with Scorch number six. Uh, closing the loop on that classic Scorch. Really fun issue. You get some haunt action. You get Spawn being a dick, throwing Javi, or not Javi, throwing uh, Soul Crusher around. Javi being a dick to Soul Crusher. Really just, uh, yeah. everyone's being a dick to Soul Crusher, except Jessica stands up for him. Um, yeah. It's a really fun issue. Uh, it's got great character interplay. All the characters kind of butting heads. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, oh, so, uh, yeah, yeah. I, what would I you give it? What things? are you going to give it, David? I'm, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it four. If you'd like to make a call, please hang up and try again. <laughs> From that help? landline that was knocked please around Please dial the your operator. <laughs> yeah, you know they didn't put it back on the hook. <laughs> you know they didn't. So it's just like, <laughs> Just sitting there, weeping. <laughs> I'm going to give it five. Pistol whips from Haunt. Wabam! Oh, oh yeah. Right I to just, the face. I don't know why Haunt with a gun tickled me so much. I just love that he just has a gun. <laughs> I'm totally going to give my Haunt figure a gun now after this. Yeah. Because I didn't, I didn't have one before because I didn't think Haunt had a you gun. Gotta, you got to give him a little semi-auto if they got him in there. Yeah, I'll give him a, I'll give him a gun. Haunt with a gun. Yeah. yeah. I, nice, I really nice, like this nice. issue. Um, it's just, I love Scorch. This is a great Scorch. Good art. Good Jessica. Everyone gets a good like moment to shine. I feel like it's a really great team piece. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Even markets his moment. So really like it a lot. As as the the Todd McFarlane variant for the cover says, it says a team is born. Um, and while the team isn't like freshly minted in this issue, they're they're definitely becoming more of a team. Right. Um, so more of the the issues that will continue in the team like are sort of solidified here. So like the team works as a team, except for Javi's kind of a <laughs> Javi's a stinker about it. It's good. It's great it's stuff. Good. It's very good. Next up gonna... spawn three thirty eight. Yes indeed. The Knicks issue, the green. Um I love this issue. I love Knicks. I'm a big Knicks fan now. But I'm gonna so so I also I love this issue. I love this issue so much. I still remember exactly where I was on the bus and what the weather was outside when I read it for the first time. Um, it was raining. I was on the 36 and we were, no, I was on the 22. 
I was on the 22, and we were riding right by the Newberry Library. If my my score for the Jessica Priest specific issue of Scorched is any sort of past to go by, I fucking love these very, like, there's like a life in here, and it's explaining to us a life that it's it's just so good, it's so well done. Um, I'm going to give it five floating planchettes um, from uh, that page where she's learning the green world magic and there's just the little the little Ouija planchette floating around behind her. Oh, nice. Good terminology. <laughs> five, five planchettes. That's what I'm giving this. I'm going to give it five perfect dark Jessicas because I always like to see oh, the perfect yeah. dark Jessica pop up. I like seeing goth, uh, Nick's, Carrie Andrews. Uh, it's just cool issue. Uh, I like the whole council of it's nice to have this third uh, kind of force kind of coming out. It was great to go back and read 75 and get the callbacks to that. So that was kind of cool. It took me about a little spawn history journey. So a lot of revelations, a lot of deep dives and uh, really cool. Yeah. A lot of green, a lot of green. It's real good. And it's crazy. You can have something that's comics, but like a character, like the keeper from like 1997 or eight. Coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. It's such a good time. It's such a good time. You know what else is a good time, David? Baseball. Well, what's... Baseball. What's even better with baseball? The... Well, what's also good? Maybe not better. Spawn. Spawn. So let's Spawn's put them together. What do you got? Uh, you got Spontacy Baseball, I do believe. That's right. It's Spontacy Baseball. No, they should really call it bases ball because there's multiple bases. It's true. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Well, oh, welcome nice. everyone yeah. to our second installment of Spawnacy Baseball, where this week we're going to be drafting a baseball team for the green appropriately. The green. Yeah. We were going to do heaven, but then, you know, we've got the, the greens right there. The greens right here. It's we like got right plenty there. of people. We can do it. We're. We love we love finding random connections between the two issues that we read a day, and you know why not tie in everything else to it? We got the green is right there, so let's get let's get on with the green. So, uh, Johnny, I am going to flip a coin here on the Google coin flip. Um, I will need you to tell me what you choose. I will choose heads. Choose heads. Okay, here we go. Flip. It is Tails. Tails. So, man, this happened the last time, too. I guess this means I get to go first. Absolutely. So, so that means I am drafting for Pitcher. Um, um, so we have, like, just enough characters to, to fill out this roster for the green. Um, a lot of them we don't know very much about. Um, but a few of them, a few of them we do. Um and from the the little bit I know about them, uh, this person seems to be pretty incisive, um, and can kind of see see what they need to see. So for pitcher, I'm totally going the steward. 
Yeah, I, I can see that because they are they see what they need to see. They see where things need to go. They're they're stewarding yeah. things along. They would steward the ball. As as uh as one friend I had in college, uh, who was trying to teach me about baseball, um, while with his hands down his pants watching a baseball game. I'll remember that for the rest of my life. What? I don't know why he was doing it. Oh, just... but he was he was laying he was in somebody else's dorm room, laying on their bed with both of his hands in his pants, telling me about the pitchers are the thing you have to watch for in baseball because they have to think about all of the things. And so the steward the steward's thinking about all the things. <laughs> with his hands in his pants. With, Weird with his hands in his pants. It's it's I I can, it's one of those memories that, like, you can just immediately fall back into exactly where you were at that point in time. And I have no idea why it was so important to me, but I remember everything about it. I remember the other guy in the room on his computer listening to music. Uh, yeah. Crazy. It's crazy the things you remember. Well, next up, I got to do Catcher. Mm-hmm. And for catcher, you, I want you someone gotta catch pitched. to gotta catch this pitch. Ball's not getting past you. We know we want for that. I'm picking Heap. Hey, guess what, Johnny? Is that your catcher, too? That was my catcher, too. Yeah, so. you got Heap, the guy, the gangster guy who's, or the guy who's turned into Heap by touching the green goo in issue like 73 or 74. He shows up again in King Spawn. He's part of the green world. Heap. Yeah. All right, so that means I got first base. Uh, so for first base, I'm choosing somebody who um, maybe doesn't have all the skills that they need for first base, but makes makes up for their deficit in chutzpah. Um, and if you got somebody with chutzpah but not much skill, uh, you definitely want to get them on first base because, you know, they'll be good for it. So uh, I chose Simon. Simon Kingslayer. Simon my... the Kingslayer. Okay, nice. That shakes mine oh, up I, a little bit. I just, I just realized another one that I could have used. We'll see. We'll see if I need to bust it out. I'll see if I need to bust it out. All right. So mine would be second baseman. Yes, indeed. Hmm, I gotta, I gotta think here on the fly because you, you know, just kind of ruined one of my things. <laughs> um, so second baseman, they gotta be quick, fast. Running speed, quick reflexes, get a lot of ground balls. Ooh, ooh, it's tough because I had CS what I had Simon for. I'm going to pick <laughs> the keeper because he keeper. seems nimble. Uh, you know, he can keep that ball. You know, he's, he's, he's near the ground. He's like a tree-looking man. Yeah, yeah. He's also uh, he's also close enough to uh, close enough to the. You know, you're more likely to have somebody on second base, and when somebody's on second base, you want to psych them out because that's the beginning of scoring position. And the sc- the keeper, with his Zorax-like looks, seems like he would be good at taunting whoever's on base. And just like being like, hey, hey, nah, you suck. <laughs> Wait, no. That's not the keeper. That's not the keeper? I think that's the navigator. Oh, that is the navigator. Shit. Yeah, I'm the, key, right. the keeper's the the. No, the keep, keeper's keeper's the big beefy dude. Yeah, okay. No, no, he's not. No, he's, no, he's no, like okay. the green guy. Oh, shit, 
Shit, shit. He's just like, <laughs> I, I thought Keeper, I thought Keeper, because he'd be closest to the ground, because he looks like a pile of bushes, and you get a lot of ground balls in second base. Shit, I am, I am real bad at remembering my Emerald Parliament already. Okay, okay, yeah, 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 I get that, I get that. That's a good one. Because he's get a lot of ground balls, and he looks like, he's like, Looks like he's he's thin. He looks like he can move around. He kind of moves around in that seventy-five. He's like spinning around. So, I, yeah. I, I do the keeper for second base. Yeah. Well, uh, so I guess that means I got third base. So much like my my um my justification for Bobby in third base on the the Earth team, uh, somebody somebody who uh will at least take up take up room on the plate so that way nobody can get there, but, you know, might be a little absent, um, not not always there, and it's it's still fine to keep him there. I'm going to go for Gaia on third base because yeah. she ain't she ain't there. Yeah, Gaia, intimidating too. Yeah. You won't want Gaia getting you in your way. You don't want to, you don't want to try to steal that third base with big old tree limb lady coming at you. Absolutely not. So that means I've got shortstop, right? Yes, indeed. So shortstop, you want to be a well-rounded player, defensive mainly, strong arm, good mm-hmm. speed and range. So I'm going to pick Cygor. Cygor? Yeah. Oh, oh no. Oh no. Did I just mess you up? I just didn't think about it. Yeah, he's Green oh. World. He's got Green World. Cygor, Cy- you too? Currently, as of right now, he's Green World. Man, that's a that's a great choice. Fuck me. Shit, dude. I think he'd be a good shortstop because he can move really fast, but he can throw the ball. He's very well-rounded. I think Cygor would be a great shortstop. He's got he's got that endless energy because he's running across the world for 15 issues before <laughs> exactly. he shows up. He'd be able to do tons, yeah. I had uh I wonder where I want to do my uh huh, huh, huh. Okay, I'm going to hope that you put this person that I had as my shortstop as center field. Um but my left field, I'm going to have uh left field's pretty important for those you know, like I said the Ken Griffey Jr. Ken Griffey Jr. spot. Uh, I'm going to put the oracle out there because that oracle is not going to let anything happen. Not going to let anything happen. If they can, if they can avoid it. Oh yeah, I mean it's the oracle. Yeah, they should be able to see what's happening. Yeah, they'll know where to be. So center field, you want someone fast, mm-hmm. speed, range, mm-hmm. stealing bases. Yeah, are qualities you want a center fielder to possess. Mm-hmm. Um. So someone who's good at stealing and has speed and power is Nix, Carrie Andrews. Hell yeah, that's that that is who I had hoped that you were gonna choose for that. Really? Yes. <laughs> well, center field is Nix, nice. right in the center. Nice. Green zone scion. That's where she needs to be. So especially for um. For uh, Kaminsky Park, um, over over in right field, they've got those uh, those ground level bars where you know the the right fielders often joke with the the drunk guys that are over there. So you want you want somebody who knows how to take a little bit of close heckling, 
Um, somebody who can who can you know toss it back if they need to. Uh, so you need someone with a little bit of charm, um, whether or not that charm is a positive quality or not. Um, and I think we need I think we need Jim Downing over in right field. Nice, 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 nice. That's what I was thinking too. So I mean, can you imagine? You know, the green world is down. Those those drunk guys in the the ground level bar are are being like, Jim, you suck. He's gonna he's gonna throw it back in their faces. He's not gonna he's not gonna stand for this. Nope, nope, nope. And so I got designated hitter. Yes, you do. Which is someone that doesn't need to run the bases. Mm-hmm. Um, someone that's got to hit that well, no, ball. They, oh, they do. They they do have to run the bases. They oh. just don't have a field position. Oh, that's what I meant. They, yeah, someone who doesn't have a. Yeah. That's what I meant. Sorry. Yes. Someone who doesn't have a field position. <laughs> so you know they just need to be really good at mm-hmm. hitting that ball of hitting that yeah, target. You know. Uh huh. And yeah. another one that's probably going to be another dark horse that you didn't expect. I would pick for this overt kill. Oh, and oh, man. Because Overkill is currently an agent of the green. Ah, shit. Yeah, I didn't And he's pretty singular-focused. You wouldn't want him in the field, okay? Oh, no. <laughs> no. You want him to hit the ball Somebody... and me run to base, Mark. Me run to base. And then he just goes. <laughs> he, would, he, would, he would just go on a straight line. He would be like, run into the base. Or run it into the outfield. We're running into the stands. And that's why Overkill <laughs> should be the designated hitter. Oh man, man, I had a, I had the builder for the designated hitter, but Overkill's a good one too. Yeah, I tried to be creative. I always try to like really think about what I can stretch as to qualify. So stuff you wouldn't have thought of. <laughs> yeah, like Batman. Yeah, like Batman. Um, I also had a potential uh, Wanda's body. <laughs> Oh, nice, Wanda's body. <laughs> but no, not not Wanda, just Wanda's body. <laughs> but that was a little so. Well, hell yeah. So, uh, so yeah. To recap, we got a uh, the Stewart as a pitcher. Mm-hmm. Heap as our catcher. Heap. Simon at first base. The Kingslayer. Keeper, keeper at second base. Gaia on third base. Sigor at shortstop. Oracle in left field. Nixon center field. Jim Downing in right field. And Overt Kill coming up. To just kill that fucking ball, man. Just gonna ding it out whenever he can. And just like run, yeah. Just run straight. He just runs straight through and like just bust through the stadium. <laughs> and keeps running. He's like Forrest Gump. He's like they're like, no, stop running. He's he's either going to strike out or absolutely crush a home run. So so they'll just be like, okay, overkill. You don't you don't have to run the bases. We'll make an exception for you this time. He'd be like, okay. <laughs> well nice so that is our green world that means the next one we're gonna do is heaven so that way we can have hell as our final team hell's like so, the yankees man the hell are huge you know yeah yeah they got they got all the money they got all the fun ones they, i mean heaven's gonna be good too heaven, heaven is gonna be good heaven's um i think heaven is I'm excited for some of the ones that I have for heaven. Let's just leave it at that. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> That'll be coming up. We'll probably be doing this every other episode so we can get some of these toys over. I got a backlog of toys here, guys. Oh, man. You never. Johnny's got 99 problems, and uh, about all of them are toys. So. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite 99. We're getting there. Spe- specifically, unopened toys. Okay. That's right. Three cheers for the Green World team, and three cheers for a friend of ours. 
on Instagram. We always like to give a shout out every episode to this wonderful comic and spawn community we found on Instagram. Everyone's been very supportive. Um, it's been a lot of fun. We like to throw them up on that uh, Jumbotron every once in a while. Throw them up on know? that Jumbotron, like Kiss Cam. Give them a kiss. Yeah, like, you know, we got the, we got the clap the clap meter going on so so let's get those those bars of clapping and by bars of clapping i mean follows and loves yes please uh, uh yeah. so this week we're going to highlight chaos and comics a really fun account mm-hmm. they yeah. buy modern comics and review them talk about them they're really mm-hmm. into star wars and spawn so i really enjoy reading their takes um they're just talking about how much they love king spawn 21 uh mm-hmm. but I think they occasionally do some reels too, so check them out. They're real fun and count. Yeah, it's real good. It's real good, and uh, we love anyone who loves King Spawn Twenty One because it was. Can't wait to talk about that one on the podcast, Ooh, Johnny. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh man. I was like, oh wow, oh, yeah. I mean, just this whole this whole sandwich <laughs> which arc has been amazing, but that one particularly was great. Oh man, there's some good. There's some good lines. There's some good. Some good. Some, there's one thing I really want to talk about, but I gotta save it for save the podcast. It for the episode. Yeah. So, so chaos and comics. Yeah. Give them a follow if you're into comics or into Spawn. Um, they're they're pretty real cool dude, really supportive. So yeah, uh, make sure to give them a follow. While you're over there, make sure to give us a follow if you aren't. We are regarding yeah. Spawn Pod at uh-huh. regarding yeah, Spawn us. Pod, and we're posting mm-hmm. reels, pictures, pickups, toys. I recently went to Comic-Con. I found a Spawn arcade machine. I got a picture next to. It's a lot awesome. of fun stuff. Absolutely awesome. We, we're, we're didn't, trying we'll to... save that for next. Uh, it'll come up eventually. That Spawn arcade machine was a hoot. We'll talk about it yeah. on another episode, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. We're trying to we're trying to, to spread our love of Spawn, not only through our yakety, 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 yak that we put out every week, but also, you know, trying to keep it fun and lively over on Instagram because it's surprisingly like the least toxic uh social media platform at the moment uh of the moment and we want to keep it that way so uh also while you're over there speaking of non-toxic we got brian voiler t.brian.voiler over there he's making our music that awesome spawn baseball theme you just heard he's he's uh he's uh putting out those vibes for people needing uh he's he's very big into fitness and he's always putting the some good motivational posts up like watch this watch this this is awesome uh he's he's pumping up people he knows he's uh posting some crazy weird bizarre horror stuff he he finds some of the most bizarre images to share and it's wonderful it's wonderful give him some love he gives he gives us so much the least you can do is follow him and tell him how awesome he is and uh while you're on the internet if you want to send us a line you can always email us mm-hmm. at regardingspawnpod at gmail.com. Yes, indeed. And every week, yes, I like to pose a question. And what is that question this week, Johnny? In honor of having Nick's, you know, like kind of a non-main Spawn character, I want to ask, who is your favorite non-Al Simmons Spawn character? Could be any okay. of them. Uh, I just want to know who's your favorite. Uh, could be Nix, could be Javi, could be Jessica, could be Terry Fitzgerald. There's so many great choices. Could be Bobby, could be Bootsy, could, could be the cat that uh, Cogliostro keeps his necroplasm violin. It could be, yes. 
It could be any of those things. Could be, could, could be the cat that uh, Clown keeps telling his story to in the alley. Could be the clown. Um, could be that that meatball-looking dog. The, do- the dog. <laughs> that uh, was Wanda and Al's. Could be Ross Perot man with his hairy ears. In the movie, that dog's called Spaz. He's like, Spaz. <laughs> the whole time. Oh, man. Super scruffy. Super Logan scruffy. watched the movie. He liked it. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. We got a uh, hey Johnny. Speaking of speaking of watching the movie, I hear I hear you've got some people that you know who are trying to jump in on this spawn train. And how are they doing it? By watching the movie. Watching the movie, you told me that you got some people being like, "I need to get some background on spawn, so I'm gonna watch." The oh, movie yes, oh yes! Oh yes! Yes! Hell sorry. yeah! I have a friend, uh, a friend at work who was like, we just been talking about spawn, and they actually knew a little bit about spawn. Like they'd read the comics and knew a little bit of the movie. But they started, they saw the animated series on HBO and they've been watching it. So they said it's really good. Yeah. I've been watching it that, too. Watch that animated series, you guys, if you haven't. We, we cannot stress enough. It is great. It's worth and it also, for the Tom McFarlane introductions alone, I say. Alone. Alone. It's, oh man, it's, and it's so much better to watch it on HBO. When I watched it for the first time, it wasn't streaming anywhere except for YouTube in like 240p. <laughs> yeah. Or was, my lovely brother, Bill Fisher, got me the steel book for my birthday. So I haven't watched it on DVD. Hell yeah. Oh man. I bet it looks great. It does, it it's does. It's a great show. You should watch it, you guys. Um but yeah, Get so what's your, your favorite it. spawn character? Or if you want to talk about the animated show, or if you want to say anything, drop us a line. Yeah. Regarding spawnpod at gmail.com. If we got any of this history wrong, because there's a lot of backstory in this, let us know. Uh um, yeah. Because we might have missed up on what was uh, some stuff, just because there's a lot of gaps we're filling in, and that's what we're doing. Because, we're filling all those spawn yeah, because, gaps. Because Johnny is the only one who took the time to try to even figure out any of the history, and I'm just like, am it? Hey, do it big enough to get a researcher. We do what we can, you know. And luckily, I had some time. Um, yeah, yeah. We always make time for spawn, Johnny. That's a uh, got to make time for spawn. Always. Always. So, and also, um, please, while you're on the internet as well, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. It does help us get our eyes out there while we're mm-hmm, spreading the spawn mm-hmm. love. Mm-hmm. It's always, it's always a good time. Um, speaking of good times, Johnny, um, I want to have a good time next week. I do too. What? What? We should. I want to have. Something. I want to have a real good time next week. Yeah, we should. I, you know, I'm. I'm in a book rut. Uh, my two my two read pile is so tall, but I don't want to read anything that's in it. Um, you got a you got a couple of suggestions for for something that I can read. I do. Uh, How about a couple issues week? of Spawn? I'm interested. We could do. I would say King Spawn Seven and Gunslinger Seventeen. Oh, King Spawn Seven, Gunslinger Seventeen. Seven that 17. sounds good to me. It fits seven, together. 17. Good. Uh, fits together like peanut butter and jelly. Oh, that's always and, a good uh, episode. We do the King, Sla- King Spawn, the King Slayer, the King Spawn, and the Gunslayer. King Slayer episodes are good. No, the King Slayer episodes are <laughs> King always Slinger. good. Yeah, very good. Yeah, so it's so, so next week King Spawn 7, Gunslinger 17. Uh, very good. Good good grouping there. We, we, we love them. We hope you love them as much as we love talking about them because shit, guys. I, uh, I always. I, do that thing where I sweat a lot when I get excited and I literally have to towel off when I leave after talking about gunslinger episodes. I'm just much like Brett Booth's artwork. I am vibrating the entire time. Oh yeah. (laughs) 
Oh yeah, nice so that's, and that's sweaty. Next week. Nice and sweaty. Oh man, <laughs> my takes aren't the only things that are sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Johnny, I think that just leads me to say, may the scorched be with you. And also with you, David. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So hopefully yeah. anyone out there, if you were partaking some green for this Green World episode, you're probably getting hungry, you know, go get some cookies, maybe pop on yeah. the Spawn Animated Series and light up another Don't- joint. Don't touch those peeps that your mom's saving for next year, though. Yes. Yeah. Uh, she'll 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 throw you into a green portal like Spawn did to Sergey. Yep. Don't touch those peeps and don't touch that dial. We'll see you next week. <laughs>